Welcome to The Basement Diaries. Yes, I changed the name from <laughs> Stick to Sports to The Basement Diaries. It's a better name. I, get, I feel like I'm going to get the female audience now. So it's episode four, and I'm here with my good friend, Isaac Fisher. Welcome to the show, Isaac. Hello, hello. Good to be here. Now, I'm curious. Was Basement Diaries recommended by Kayla? No. She actually has not really listened to the show at all. So I need to, and I feel like stick to sports, she's not going to really listen to it. So I, I needed to get something a little bit different in the Basement Diaries it has become. Um, so... A little bit about my guest, Isaac. You are the creator and founder of Incubator Comics. Yes. And we discussed off record that I will be the official, um, I'll, he'll be the official sponsor of the podcast. So Incubator Comics, you can find him there on at, Instagram. Yes, on Instagram and at incubatorcomics.com. And uh, so Incubator Comics is now my official sponsor. And I'll be getting some gear and we'll be working on doing promotions and giveaways um, throughout the next couple of podcasts. So that's going to be awesome for you. I'm, I'm proud that we're going to be able to team up and do this. Yeah, and I'm actually really excited to um, kind of like spread the news. You know, Incubator, we work with artists uh, here in Pittsburgh. We work with artists in Atlanta and, you know, all throughout the world as well. So we'll be connecting the world one story at a time. How did you get the idea of Incubator Comics? Um, so actually, it you know, like many things, uh, came from a dream. Um, you know, I had a, this dream where this little egg was hatching and I woke up the next morning and I said, aha, right. Uh, you know, it's time to take the Silicon Valley kind of incubator, um, you know, investment approach into comics. Um, and from there we've kind of, you know, modified our mission, uh, so that, Rather than investing directly with capital, we provide resources um, like consultation and other guidance for emerging storytellers and artists to make their first works and launch their creative careers. Now, with Incubator Comics, how do you kind of get the world, like the word to other people around the area and around the, the country? What's your plan for that? Um, so right now we're kind of in a foundation building stage and uh, a lot of that foundation has been uh, recruiting the you know, team and members um, in Atlanta mostly who are going to make contributions for the years to come. Um, what we've been doing to spread the word specifically is since 2018, we've been touring the southeastern region uh, in Atlanta and North Carolina uh, most recently um, and doing promotion tables at comic conventions. Have you ever wanted to kind of go to like Comic-Con eventually? Is that like a goal of yours to do Comic-Con? In San Diego? Yes. Uh, absolutely one day. Uh, when that day comes... Uh, you know, we'll be excited and ready for it. But I, I think to really make a lasting impression in such a large stage uh, like San Diego Comic-Con, we still have to, um, you know, take on and conquer uh, the large audience of Atlanta first. What, I, uh, what, what are your comics generally about, if you want to explain to the audience what you kind of, you know, create? Right, so... Our brand, Incubator, uh, we actually focus more on the storytellers and creators rather than 
thematically organizing our content, right? So what you'll find is a diversity of perspectives, opinions, um, and with that literary and uh, illustrative styles as well. So it's hard, it's hard to pin us down, but one thing that every artist uh, who works with Incubator shares in common is that they are making their first works and they are generally coming from uh, the community that you know they live in. So uh, for example, uh, one of our most recent comics, uh, Dr. Carrots, that was uh, you know created by an Atlantean who um, is working actually you know both as a barista and um, for a realty company. And he, in his free time, uh, Spencer is his name, uh, has been plugging away at Dr. Carrots and has actually a very large body of work um, that we're excited to share with the world. Have you ever decided to kind of branch off of Incubator and do something for like a bigger company and use your design skills like that? Or what have you thought about? Yeah, so actually right now um, I'm in school and the, the primary focus is to graduate. So Incubator has kind of been this side project um, since that time, 2017. Uh, yeah, you know, got to make a paycheck in some way. But we're look I'm looking personally for uh, creative ways to provide agency for other artists and writers. Um, to make a paycheck, though, absolutely. Totally down for it. Do you feel that it's a little bit harder, especially in the world of comics? I mean, in terms of just, like, digital illustrations and comics, do you think it's harder with the current landscape, considering the fact that I feel like a lot of comics are in paper? Like, you know, you see a lot of comics that used to be in newspapers, and now, you know, they have comic books, which are still very popular. But do you think about going digital, like, completely digital at, at any point? Um, so it's interesting you mentioned that. I would say that the dominant consumption platform for comics these days is digital. Um, at least if you are an artist and you want to reach your target audience that is uh, spread throughout the globe. Um, however, uh, what, we, what I personally feel and what we found is that there's still a lot of value to creating printed media. There's something tangible about it. There's something special where you can hold a book in your hand. You can share it with your friends. Thoughts can travel in a way that are a little bit more solid than uh, reading something directly from a screen. Um, and it's a little bit more easy to commodify, in my opinion, a printed product. Uh, you know, you have to use physical paper, so you have to sell the copy of your book. Printed, I, I mean, printed copies, I don't think are ever going to leave us. I mean, you see all the comic book stores around the areas, and there's just so much popularity for, you know, old comics especially. And when you were, when you were kind of a kid, did, who did you kind of look up to in terms of comic books and all that? Well, I looked up to my father, who was perhaps one of the most avid collectors uh, in the city of Pittsburgh. Um, and when we were growing up as a kid, we always, always, always uh, were going to the Pittsburgh Comic Convention and like Steel City Comic Convention. And I had gotten most of my 
introduction to Marvel in DC through action figures and through animated TV shows. And I would always have favorite characters and I would try to find their first appearance issue. So you might find like a, you know, 19, like 71 detective comics and it might have the first appearance of man bat. Um, you know, uh, the, uh, Fact checkers can uh, get the dates on that one exactly. <laughs> we'll have we'll have Andrew DeYoung do that. Andrew DeYoung's a great fact checker. Okay, so great. Shout out to Andrew DeYoung. I do not know when the first appearance of Man Bat was, but I do know that I got it when I was ten years old. It, was that your first comic book, or uh, what was your first comic book that you've ever gotten? If you could remember that. Oh my. Okay, so is it crazy that I I actually can? Okay. Um, among the first comic books that I physically held in my hand, there were these, um, there are two that stick out. One was this old Uncanny X-Men, which at that time was new. Um, it was from like 1992, 1993. And on the cover and interior pages was this like sentinel reaching out towards uh, um, Professor X. And that cover just, you know, t took me instantly to this, you know, this fantasy world created also through the animated series. And then the other comic that I always remember um, pouring through as a kid was this uh, volume two of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think uh, every little one. boy or girl could, you know, relate to that. They all, I mean, Teenage Mutant, Tur Mutant Turtles, amazing storyline, just great characters. Like, how could you not love that? Right, right, right. And it was cool, too, because the artwork on this cover, it was this, like, kind of misty watercolor, um, very, like, subdued tone cover. Um, kind of had this dark, eerie vibe to it. <laughs> so let me ask you this in terms of um, Incubator Comics. What do you think your next step with the company can be? Do you think you can go and get how 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 do you think you're gonna make a profit? You know, you right? It's profitable now or down the line? So with Incubator, a lot of it is kind of like hedging towards the future, and um, in terms of creating like in a more immediate, impactful profit structure. Um, that's a project to take on after I graduate from school in 2020. But uh, one of the big things that we've been doing over the past three years is at least proving traction, that there is interest from fans to get fresh material and be involved with a group of creators that feels grassroots, that has a low barrier for entry, but high expectations for what creators can produce. And we demonstrate that with the works that we publish. Um, so, you know, the, the next big steps when you're growing a company, though, we're going to, you know, hire a web designer and we're going to hire uh, a marketing manager so that we can actually start promoting our work and reaching out to larger communities. Have you met anyone kind of like a famous illustrator or designer down in Atlanta at all? Um, well, it's funny you mention, uh, like one of the coolest things about going to these comic book conventions is that 
it like completely levels the playing field. When you're an entry-level artist, um, which I feel I am at this point, I've published a few things through Incubator, but still am learning the process of art itself. Um, we're able to go to these conventions, and when you're behind the booth, you know, distributing your works, you're able to take breaks, walk around, and, you know, talk with, like, industry veteran creators. So I've had some amazing um, conversations with uh, the co-creator of Brendan Stimpy, Bob Camp. Um, you know, amazing, influential conversations that have, uh, you know, on the in, like on the inside, kind of helped, you know, keep the uh, momentum going with Incubator Comics, and um, yeah, yeah, I he's probably like the, the the big big name, but when you go to a convention and you're out there promoting your work, you know, trying to meet other artists, everybody wants to connect and everybody wants to support each other. Um, so yeah, you just have to like be there. It's awesome. So like a question I've uh, like I've always wanted to know um, is that if you ever kind of do make it big with your incubator <laughs> comics, what right. do you what do you kind of plan on like how do you plan on kind of getting your name out there? Like what's your major plan? Is it word of mouth? You think, and just going you want to just network around the city and as many cities as you can possible, correct? Um, so, the, the, yeah, I mean, the, the big thing that I've been learning, at least in this industry, is that, you know, it takes a very long time for both an artist, a publisher... A podcaster. A podcaster, anybody who's creative to develop reputation and credibility, um, especially when you're doing it at the grassroots level, right? So it is one of those things where... You have to, you know, constantly be chipping away at things, being friendly, being present um, in the community. But also, you have to do quality work. And eventually, you know, what ends up happening usually is fans in the community will come to you. Creators who you work with will become your fans. And those creators have fans. And people share each other's fans. And... Um, it's really as much about supporting the creator community as it is engaging with a fan base audience. It's kind of like the thing where, you know, if you've ever been in like a like a drum circle or like a little guitar jam circle and you're just kind of like like an EKC. Yeah, you're you're sitting there and you're you're feeling this music and everyone's having a good time, right? Like everyone who's playing the music, they're just playing it for themselves, right? And they're they're sharing it. But that music's meant to be heard by everyone, right? And Very true. People, people sit in and enjoy the experience. Well, Isaac, I do appreciate you giving us a little insight on Incubator Comics, uh, the official uh, sponsor of the uh, Basement Diaries. All right. Uh, Incubator Comics, hatching the next generation of storytellers. Yeah, yeah. Um, our next segment... Are we going to be putting these online eventually? Oh, we're going to put these all online, yes. All definitely. right. Our next segment, we're, we are going to do our Power Play, uh, power play Pinball, where I'm going to ask you three questions. All While right. you're playing pinball, you have five balls to get the highest score. Five? Yeah. And I only got to get $850 million? To beat Alex's score. So uh, what my goal is to have a tournament... <laughs> I'm going to have a tournament at the end, you know, whenever I get like 20 or 30 players or mm -hmm. so... 
and the top five highest score players are going to face off against each other for a prize. Oh, my God. So pressure's on. If you want to get over to the pinball machine, we'll all get you started, and I'll start asking you questions as you play. So good luck. All right. And I will be right back. All right. And we are back with uh, the pinball power play presented by Incubator Comics. Um, Isaac, I'm, like I said, I'm going to be asking you three questions, and the questions and your, and your answers are going to affect your score. Okay. So all you have to do is just push start, and I will you play. All right, highest score is 75 Yeah, my brother uh, destroyed this game, so good luck. So out, so start the uh, start the pinball. Yeah. It. Okay. So you ready? Start it. Game on. Game on. And he is on five balls. He has three questions. Just push start. Push the button. Push the button. You have to push the button. There you go. So I'll let him get a little bit into it first before I start answering the, asking the questions. Um, it's Attack from Mars, and it's a very fun game. You have to beat all these different levels for those who do not know. Um, so, Isaac, the first question. Oh, oh. He uh, lost his first ball. That is not a good sign. <laughs> He's at 16 million right now. That is pretty crappy. L the launch button over there. Right. You always have to click it. So the first question is, Isaac, name four states that start with the letter A. Alabama, Arkansas, um, Alaska, and... Um, oh, shit. Hold on. Figure that... that uh, Fourth one? Three out of four. Yeah, I got three out of four. Alabama, Arkansas, Alaska, and oh my god. Do you not know this? Do you want to take a three fourths of a point there? <laughs> what could the fourth one be? Arizona. You are correct. On to question two. Once you launch the ball. Uh, the questions only come if I play. Yeah. So what is the largest building currently in the United States? Largest? Um, yes. Are we talking in terms of feet? Heights? Yes. Uh, so the largest building height-wise would be... Oh, you're smart, by the way, holding the ball on top. That's smart. <laughs> um, the, the largest would be uh, the Empire State Building? You are incorrect. At 1,776 feet, it is the One World Trade Center in New York. One World Trade Center? Yep. Wait, they, they built a, a new... Yeah, they built a, they built a new uh, World Trade Center. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was yeah. in Korea for probably that time. I, you know. Oh, Isaac just beat one level, so question three will be coming shortly. I'll let Isaac try to get these levels here. Currently at 517 oh million. God. Oh, he, he's not doing too bad. I mean, I think he's oh, no. oh. he's challenging uh, Alex's score right now. It'll be kind of close. So, Isaac, how do you feel about the game right now? Um, believe it or not, this is my favorite uh, pinball game among... Fuck. He's on ball four now. Uh, he has one more ball left. One more left. Or, you know, after this one, two more balls. So you're one for two on your on your questions. You'll have a third one in a minute. Um, right. Once you kind of get this started here, the third question here is: This comic book sold for over a million dollars. What was the comic book? Um. <laughs> thank God. Uh, action Comics number one. All right. Yeah. 
You are incorrect on that answer. It was Amazing Fantasy 15. Yeah. So that was your, I mean, and that was, um, that was the first um, sight of Spider-Man, correct? Yes, that totally was. And I feel like a fool for not knowing that it was not Action Comics. What's going on with these gutters? So he's on ball five. He is one for three in the pinball power play here. Current score at 590 million. So... Isaac, I mean, you have a little bit of ways to go to get to catch up to Alex, so I think you're going to be able to do it. Who knows? Oh, God. I mean, if you have a good ball, I think you'll be able to catch up to him, but we'll see. That was close there. Oh, my God. And Isaac just lost on a tilt. He just lost. And we'll see his final score, and we'll tally it up in a little bit. 854. Whoa. This is close to Alex's score here. We will tally this up at the end, and we will get back to you guys shortly. What a game. Isaac and Alex, you're very close to these scores here. Wonderful game. We'll get back to uh, the questions in a minute. Good job, though. Very good job. Oh, no. So we are back live after the pinball. Uh, back, uh, brought to you by Incubator Comics. Yeah. Uh, Isaac, we're going to do um, the quick quotes quiz. And uh, let's just discuss this answer, um, your short <laughs> answer here. Um, what made you think of Amazing Fantasy after for your second answer? Oh, your, uh, for the second? Well, if it's not first appearance of Superman, it's got to be first appearance of Spider-Man, right? That was a great comic <laughs> book, by the way. But now on to quick quotes quiz presented by Incubator Comics. Um, I'm, I'm going to give you five quotes and you have to figure out who said this um obviously your points are going to be you know deducted or added depending on how much you get so quick quotes quiz quote one we all wish we had superpowers we all wish we could do more than we can do and i'll give you the category of this um it's a writer or i'll say it's a writer uh stanley correct stanley one for one. All right. Good job. Uh, next one, I was, I'm going to say um, the category is entertainment slash politics. Okay. The beauty of me is that I'm very rich. <laughs> that would be the Donald. Correct. I think I might have given that way by saying politics, probably. Oh, it's fine. Uh, the minute you said I'm very rich, yeah. you had me. Okay. Third, third uh, quick quotes quiz quote. That's, that's a pretty hefty thing to say. Um, <laughs> the third one is, beyond benefiting from formal education, artists are well served by a rigorous foundation in the liberal arts. Consider that art is a concept that is embodied and shared. Um, can you reread that first part? Yes. Beyond benefiting from formal education... Artists are well served by a rigorous foundation in the liberal arts. Consider that art is a concept that is embodied and shared. And the category would be education. Educators. Wow. I was going to say like John F. Kennedy or something like that. What would your, is that your official answer? Yeah. You are incorrect. Okay. That would be Paula S. Wallace, SCAD president and founder. Oh, God. Oh, that's fine. No. 
I, I tried to do something fun with that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Next qu- quick quotes quiz quote. Uh-huh. It's a category is sports. They try to keep up with the, the way the ana- analytical stuff and all that is working. But man, you've got to have urgency. You've got to have accountability. You've got to have all these things. Do you want me to repeat that? No. Clint Hurdle. Close, but no. It was David Fries when he was trashing the pirates in the media. All right. Go, David Fries. And the last one I have here. Sorry, this has nothing to do with baseball. Anyone notice how half the recommended, recommended pages on Facebook are to follow big busted porn models? Facebook is the most necessary evil of the modern era. I can't wait until they start a service where I will have to pay for them to remove all the crap that pollutes my sidebars and nude feeds. I think I said that. (laughs) (laughs) One of the fellow league members responded back and said, Isaac, those are based on browsing history, so maybe um, hit up incognito mode. (laughs) Thank you, Timmy Dovish. So... If you want to just say your piece on that really quickly before you know, we end the show, you yeah. have your room to speak. Incognito mode, apparently, <laughs> these days. Um, but who's to say that, you know, that kind of stuff is not what we all look at? Okay, <laughs> we'll just go on with that. But, you got, I mean, you got three out of five there. Um, <laughs> you did pretty good on your quick quote. Wait, quiz. wasn't I supposed to deny that last one? Denial. I never said that. Okay, you denied it. (laughs) (laughs) I never said that. (laughs) But yeah, thank you. I appreciate you uh, taking part with the uh, Quick Quotes quiz and the Powerball uh, pinball. Man, I can't speak today. Uh, That was fun. And and again, thank you so much for um, you know talking all things Incubator Comics and you know your passion for that kind of you know artistry. Yeah, a really good. It's a cool thing. Yeah, well, it, it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me on the show, too. And, um, God, I hope I can get a redeeming opportunity at that pinball I game. I think you will. <laughs> and, again, um, as um, I said earlier in the show, uh, that this is no longer a stick to sports. It Ooh. is The Basement Diaries. The Basement Diaries. Presented to you by Incubator Comics. Bum, hatching bum. the next level, the next generation of storytellers. I'm going to have to <laughs> keep this on. Bum, 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 right? We'll, 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 get we'll, we'll get an intro bit going. We'll do something like that. But Isaac, it was a, um, great having you on, and a thank you again. All right. All right. All right. Stay tuned for episode five next week. All right. Thank you, Josh.